There's Storm. There's Ballast. There's Super Engine. There's Gas. There's Grappling Hook. There is... And... You're so close. Oh, come on. Oh, no. What is it? Um... Ballast. Super Engine. Gas. Grappling Hook. I don't know. What is it? Got them all. Oh, man! Welcome to Cardboard, the board game podcast. I'm Devon Body, And I'm Steve Davis. We're talking this week about... Montgolfier! Montgolfier! Montgolfier, which is... Or for English speakers, ballooning. Ballooning. Hot air ballooning. Featuring hot air balloons. This is a super, super simple game. Where you are in a balloon race to the moon. Yes. That is right. You know, the goal is to get to the moon. And everyone in your knows hot air balloon. That hot air will rise you straight to the moon. So we Don't worry about it. That is we all know that. And Jet we will streams never, are a lie. Cross ones are a lie. We we all know, we understand, we agree. We will not talk about this again. We are going to the moon in a hot air balloon. Straight up. That rhymed and I enjoyed it. Well, not when you point it out. Our audience is supposed to point it out. We are going to the moon in a hot air balloon. There, now cut out the other I made one. a rhyme. I'm having a good time. Mm. For the rest of the podcast, I'm going to rhyme. Lobcast. And I will not be out last. <laughs> <laughs> I lost. I got outlasted by my own bad rhymes. Uh, yes, Montgolfier. <laughs> This is, yeah, it's that's literally it. It's just a board. The board is literally a straight line. Yep. And you have a little balloon peg, and you are just playing cards to get to the moon the fastest. And uh, the main skill for this game is mind reading. That is the main one. So practice up. That's why it's age seven plus, because, uh, you know, the, the mind reading skill does not really develop until kind of like you know, four or five, and then you want to have a little bit of... Uh, Time uh, to practice. Adaptability. Yeah. I don't know if that's a word. You want to be halfway decent at Adaptability is a word. Adaptability? Oh, not adaptability. I thought you, you said need to be adaptability. Adept at mind reading. Right. Like a Jedi adept. But the big... My favorite part of this is that there are no turns. Well, no there is turns. No. They're rounds, sort of. No, you turn your token thing. <laughs> you turn the card over. <laughs> you don't take turns. Yeah, everyone plays all at once, sort of. Well, not really. Well, you, you can put the card in front. You, you reveal put, all at once. Yes, you put your card face down. You don't draw. A, you always, you have seven cards in your hand. You put your card face down. Then you draw a card. Once your card is face down. 
Or I would say once you draw your next card, you can't touch that card that's face down anymore. Nope. And then everyone reveals, and based on what everyone played, uh, your piece will move up or down the board. Or stay. Uh, or stay. Yes. So I kind of like that aspect that it's not just going in around. It's uh, The strategy is about um, what you've played. All right. Well, let's just start on how to actually play the game then. I did just cover that. So you forgot think... to say pick a colored token. Oh, boy. It has a little picture of a balloon on it. Yes, it has a hot air balloon on it, and there are six decks of cards. Yep. I just... And they're color-coded for your balloon. And what's really interesting is that they chose to match up the colors of the cards to the token on the board. I thought that was a really smart choice uh, by the game developers. Yeah, it makes it really easy to tell who played which card. Yeah, so you know that if uh, you chose the blue token, you have the blue cards. <laughs> That's really stupid. <laughs> Listen, this is a very simple game, and we got to kind of fill up the yeah. time. And then when you are playing that card for your for the round, you do place it face down, so no one else knows what you play. Yeah, yeah. The goal, the, the, the idea being that you see what everyone else played when it's all flipped up, so yeah. after everyone has chosen. No one can choose to play a different card based on what you chose. Yeah. And then they get resolved in this order. First Sleeping Gas... Then storms. No, we've forgotten about then that. Then ballast. Then super motor. And then grappling hook. So you've actually heard. Oh, grappling hook is last. Yeah. Because you have to know which way the person moved first. Right, 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 right. Before right, you right, can right. move that way. So we we try not to like go really in depth into rules, but there's literally six different cards. Yeah. So let's just explain what they do. I thought we were going to avoid that. There are six cards, but. Ignore. Then okay, we're gonna ignore that. <laughs> but there are a couple we'll talk about just because they're fun, and that's yeah. when we're talking about we'll strategies. That's what we're gonna talk about because there's literally very little. So the idea with the ballast is there are 15 ballast cards, one to 15. I think we better explain how a balloon works first. Okay, so yeah, sorry, go on. You explain the balloon. All right, so a hot air balloon is an invention from 1782. From the Montgolfier Brothers, which is a cloth bag filled with hot air, which rises you because of the wrote smoke. This, all down. <laughs> this is it's based. It, wait, wait. You have written down that the game is based on the 1782 invention of the Montgolfier Brothers, which filled a cloth bag with hot air. That's amazing. You actually wrote it all down. Yeah, this is this board game is based on hot air yes. balloons. That's it. Except it's not even fully based on them because they go yeah. to the moon. But I'm not done yet. Talk about it. Oh, in, 19, in 1783, oh, the next in year. an attempt to send a sheep, chicken, and a duck to the moon. Oh, really? They The brothers sent them up in, outside of Versailles Palace. The it, animals did not make it to the moon, but they did survive the three-kilometer flight. Wow. No, they weren't actually sending them to the moon. Were they it not? was just a test flight. <laughs> oh, okay. I think they put three different animals. Well, yeah. So the sheep was the closest, well, what they thought was the closest representation of a human. Obviously. A human sheep, up. yes. The duck could already fly, so that was more of like a control. Like a duck could normally just go up there on its own, no Depending problem. Depending on the duck, it's barely. And then they picked a chicken because being a flightless bird, it was also, it was a little different from the control. 
because they could see how the height affect. The so skin. you're saying much like all the science of the 1700s, they just put a bunch of into a balloon and said, "Let's see what happens." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because the yeah. Okay. And that was the first time they had living creatures in a balloon. They've flown balloons that were empty previously. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah, so this game's based on the Montgolfier Brothers. That is the history of hot air balloons. Yes. Okay, so back to ballast. Yeah, so, so ballast work because on the ground is your maximum weight of the balloon. And then what? as you fill up the oh, balloon see. with hot air, the hot air causes it to become more buoyant technically well buoyancy is <laughs> buoyant, for water buoyant and air What's well that? air buoyant Floyd, so floaty? it's <laughs> if floyant. More floyant floyant is it it's <laughs> buoyant is in water floyant is air so but floyancy can only lift so much depending on how much hot air and blah 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 so the idea of ballast is you have extra weight in and you would throw the weight out to gain more altitude because you've already got the hot air lifting that weight, and if you're suddenly losing that weight, it is lighter and thus can lift faster. Exactly. Uh, so, you have 15 ballast cards, all numbered 1 through 15. 1 is the lightest. 15 the heaviest. And if multiple people put down ballast... Actually, no. No matter if from one to six people put ballast, whoever put down the highest numbered ballast card, they go ahead one space. Even if they tie. Even if they tie, both people will go up. And then whoever, anyone else who played less will not go up. Stay exactly where they are. And if only one person played it, then one person goes up because technically it's the highest. So that is the biggest strategy in the game, trying to keep track of what everyone has. Because obviously the 15 ballast is the most valuable one. And guessing when they're going to play it. And guessing when they're going to play it. Uh, a, a, a valuable strategy I've had is playing all my low ballast first. M multiple games I end up like right at the bottom, like way behind. But I'm able to shoot back up by saving those higher cards for later in the game. Uh, and it's a pretty pretty effective strategy that I've found. I have a decent record. The other strategy is to play all those high cards right away and beat everyone trying to play those low cards at the start. I mean, that's true. That's true. If you can, like, my strategy purposely falls behind to catch up later, but if you can get a big enough lead, actually get way out there, you, you might be able to hold that off just long enough. It's first person to the moon or whoever's ahead when the cards run out. Yep, and you start at five. You don't start on the ground. You start already a little bit aloft. No, you actually start at four. I have five. Well, they might have changed it because in the rules we have, it says four. Okay, well, anyways, anyway, you don't start on the ground. you start ground. on the ground. You don't start on the ground. Well, based so, on the picture, you're starting on a hill. Oh, is that how that works? Well, that's how it's looking like. And then, like, okay. the next ones up are Sorry, starting to get the into horn. the sky. But that one, you're starting at, like, the top of a hill. You can't fit that many balloons on a hill. Listen. That's madness. Oh, uh, you specifically can. <laughs> That's what hills are made it's for. It's just a basket. Yeah. But, uh... They take no vertical space. <laughs> they take all horizontal space, really. 
But yeah, so you, you actually start a little bit higher up. So you can actually like start to lose ground. I think that's the whole point of it so that uh, you can actually start yeah. dropping people down right from the get-go. Because things like... Just a plus. Things like sleeping gas cause you to go back a space. Only if you would have gone up a space. Oh, right. Sleeping gas makes you do the opposite? No, sleeping gas cancels out. Oh, wait, no, that's Sorry, storm. sleeping, sleeping gas, gas stops the person stops one layer below you. Whatever they're doing below you, it's the storm. If a storm hits, you do the opposite of what you were going to do. So if you actually would have lost a space, you'll go up. And if you're actually going to go up a space, you go down. And if it was two spaces, you go down two spaces. No, that's not true because the super engine... It's the super engine shoots you ahead two spaces unless there's a storm, in which then case you go still go up one. And the grappling hooks... And, it, and it's not affected by the sleeping gas. Yes. And the grappling hooks, but you follow the same change as the person who was one space above you. See, that's a great strategy for someone who's using those high cards. Or uh, No, that's a great strategy for someone behind someone using those uh, really high cards. Is just throw out a grappling hook and ride to the top with them. Yep. It's actually a great way. And there's like six, five or six of those damn grappling hooks that always come out at the end. Well, it's the card people are most likely to hold on to because they might be two spaces away. Yeah. But the more players you have, the more useful grappling hooks become. That's true. We we uh, always play with three players. But I've played with, I want to say it was five. It was four or five. And that was just a lot of chaos. My poor brother-in-law was last every single time. No, he sucked. He It sucked, and he didn't want to play anymore, so we stopped. Because uh, We're not he, saying which one. We're not saying which one, Brandon. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a rough game for that particular brother-in-law. I'm not going to say which one. I only have two. I mean, that's where the uh, mind reading comes in. Brandon, work on your mind reading. Yeah, seriously, work on that mind reading. Work on that mind reading, Brandon. All right, so Montgolfier is for three to six players. It you does take that. three, and takes around thirty minutes for a game. Oh uh, yeah, it could. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. This that's, one's that actually accurate. pretty that's accurate. That's the one. That's like the one game we found that's actually accurate in its uh, estimation of time elapsing. Maybe slightly higher, but I found that thirty minutes is plenty. It'll usually be done in that amount. Though I bet it would shorten the time that we play. If a little bit. If we follow that order of play, <laughs> the order of play. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like how many times we're trying to figure stuff out when it's just like, no, okay, yep. just activate each card in order. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was designed by Dominic Enhard, who is also who is also the artist on the game and writes children's books. Did he draw the children's books too? I didn't look into which children's book, but one of them was a really cool pop-up Only pop one of book. us has to do the research, and you didn't even do that. One was a really cool pop-up book. <gasps> Maybe I should get for one of my cousins. Kids like pop-up books still, right? Or pop-up phone books. Not a phone book that pops up, but a book on a phone that has AR technology. So what kind up. of soundboard doesn't have crickets? I think that's the point of the crow. Yeah, maybe. Which I just did while you were talking. All right, about it was published okay. by Eurogames in 1992 with English, French, German, Spanish, and I read that weird directions. 
<laughs> with English, German, and French directions. And Spanish. And Spanish directions. Yeah, so you can play the game in any of those languages, but none of the cards have any words on them. So, well, that's true. I mean, you could probably play it with any language as long as one person speaks one of these four languages to teach it. I mean, that's a common theme that we see in board games is that they're all international. Yeah, especially... Like the European market. Well, you know what? So many of the most popular board games we're finding are from the European market. Yeah, where people speak many languages, so it doesn't make sense to write so many words on every card when you're just going to have to translate it. Like the the entire space of Europe is less than, you know, Canada and the U.S. basically. But there is like so many languages right there. So if you want uh if you want your board game to actually have any sort of footing and actually do well, you have to put yeah. it into just about every language that can that you can reach. So just keep art on your cards and keep the words off. I like that uh I like that idea. <clears throat> All right. Well, we've already talked about what's in the block what's in the box. What's in the box? <laughs> but you get 6 Montgolfier player tokens, 6 sets of identical, well, six identical sets of 24 And cards. it's the nice wood tokens, too. Yeah, those are some really nice yeah. ones. Did we mention six different colors that match with the cards? Yes. yes we, we did? Read. Okay, no, no, I want to make sure well, we got we that. What we didn't mention is that the box actually includes six rubber bands for keeping those cards separate. Six rubber bands? Are they, like, large, medium, small? I don't know. You, we're using them still. No, I only had one. We only used one. No. Oh. Then I guess you got a defective copy. I also don't use the box anymore. Right. You might have thrown out the rubber bands. Well, uh, we might not be in version, you know, 5.0 or whatever. And then in that deck of 24 cards, you have the 1 to 15 ballast, 4 grappling hooks, 2 sleeping gas cards, 2 storm cards, and and 1 super motor. How many grappling hooks does it say? 4. That's not true. There's at least seven. Four. Seven. Four. Teen. It just feels like 17. Yeah, because they're all at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, if you play your strategy wrong, you end up with nothing but grappling hooks at the end. And And no one to grapple to, because you're out in front. Yeah, it sucks. And the best you can hope for is second. Card descriptions. Will I build my own balloon? I'm not supposed to read that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you read <laughs> my note. I'm reading your notes. Uh, card descriptions we did. Yep. We've talked about all the cards, basically. All right, well, let's just go straight to the best card and the worst card. Let's start with your worst card. Worst card last week or two weeks ago. We ended off on a bad note because we ended off on the worst card and I got a little emotional. I won't, I won't lie. Uh-oh. So we're going to go bad, bad, good, good. Instead of bad, good, bad, good. Or good, good, bad, bad. Okay. So I will say that my favorite... No. My favorite worst card, meaning my least favorite card, is the grappling hook. There are 19 of them in the deck. Figuratively. Uh, literally 19 grappling hook cards in the deck. Which means figuratively now. 
Literally does mean figuratively. Literally mean? means approximately. No. <laughs> That's what literally means. <laughs> um, but you no, know, there are just. I don't. Know, I, I think it might be my own strategy that always ends me up with that leaves me off with like a bunch at the end. But they're also a little bit too specific for my taste. It's the same with the sleeping gas. But the sleeping gas, there's only two. Like the grappling hook only affects the. It only helps you when there's a, a person directly in front of you. And like I said before, my strategy is hang way back and then shoot ahead. There's literally yeah. like a two-turn space where I'm like right behind somebody and then I'm like shooting ahead. Yeah. That's so how like rounds two and three are your optimal yeah. like grappling hook turns. Yeah. Then after that, you're getting rid of your low cards. Like, like turn two and three and then I don't know how many turns there are, maybe like... 20? There ends up being like... Wait, how many? You can tell me how many turns. You have literally Well, there's 24 listed. cards. So there's 24 turns. Maximum. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maximum. Yeah. So, like, yeah, turns like 2 and 3, and then 2 turns like anywhere from 10 to 14, or when yeah. I can use my grappling hooks, and that's it. And that's and if again, they're even in your hand. And it's if, a, it's if they're in your hand, which they almost definitely are by this point. If they're not, that sucks. <laughs> B... Uh, um, it's also super specific. Like you gotta have someone that you know is gonna shoot ahead, right? Yeah. Like you have you. It's all that that mind reading. You have to know that that person's gonna play a ballast card or an engine card rather than a, like a storm or something yeah, to hurt the other people. Those are also the turns where people are like, oh man, I'm gonna play this storm and send everyone back yeah, down. Yeah, or I'm gonna play this, trying to shoot up. Yeah, or I'm gonna play sleeping gas because Steve's right behind me and he's yeah. gonna try to pass me. And it's like Steve's like, no, I was just trying to go with you. Yep. But on the other hand, that's a good way to burn that card because then you don't lose out. But yeah, I hate the grappling hook. All right. What do so you hate? My worst card. I am animated. I'm. I'm going to say it. It's the super engine. What? It's the worst card. I have mixed feelings on it, I'll be honest. What's, there, why there's only it? one of them. Yeah. And it's never enough for anything really important. And it's so easy for it to get screwed down to, like, one. Yeah. Like, then, how many... Like, there's so many times you're bringing somebody else with you. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like, he's going to do a super engine. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Fly two spots So, uh... The super engine is the worst card, and balloons don't even have engines. What the hell is it doing there? Well, that's why it's a super engine. Su- attached to what? The basket. What, what's it superizing? Listen, remember that whole fo- remember foyancy, right? Oh, you're just throwing the engine off. Okay. No, I no. get it. <laughs> <laughs> it weighs so much. <laughs> no, you've got a big block of metal, and you're fo- just. Lifting it over the edge and throwing it off the, the balloon. That's a good point. Why not just get rid of it rather than attach it? <laughs> Probably better in the long run. That's but, what you're doing. No, what I was going to say, the foyancy is only limited by how much it's lifting. So if you put an engine on your basket and the engine lifts your basket, then your your balloon is going to then your balloon's all the only way up. lifting the engine. No, your balloon's like not even listening to anything. It's just flying straight up until the engine shuts off. So no, I'm pretty sure you're just pushing it off the engine, and it is useless. Oh, people think I'm so funny. <laughs> Thanks, people. All right, my best card is the 15 ballast card. It beats everything. So great! It is a so great card. awesome. The f- having the fifteen balance card in your ballast card in your hand is great. Just shoot up, 
And people are definitely not going to beat you. You might be put to sleep. It's... You might go backwards. But you're doing it. That's I've... for sure. I have seen multiple 15s come out, which is annoying. You still get to go up, but it's annoying. But or you... when you play a 15 and someone plays a storm. You're definitely moving. Yeah. 15. My... Always reliable. My favorite card? I'm going to go with it. It's the Super Engine. What? Best card, Super Engine. Because, but it's the worst card. Because <laughs> it's your worst card. But I love the moment when you do get it to work, where you you save it till you're right behind someone and shoot ahead of them. That's fun. Or, and, and it's very common when someone's right behind you and they use... Like a sleeping gas to attack you? Ah, not affected by my super engine. I could be asleep while this engine still runs. Whether you use a storm, yeah, you slowed me down, but I still got ahead. I think the so, super engine resolves... No, the, the sleeping gas resolves before the super engine. Yeah, but it doesn't affect the super engine, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't it? No. Sleeping gas does not affect the super engine. Read it. We talked about this like 10 minutes ago. Interesting. Which is weird because we've been recording for like 25 minutes. So that's why I like the super engine because it's not affected by anything except the except storm. the storm, which only slows it down. And the grappling hook, which helps somebody else. Well, that helps somebody else out. But usually in my situations when I'm using it, there's no one behind me. I'm in last. So if you use it right when you're behind like the leader and then shoot ahead, especially when there's like, you know, two or three people on the same row, they're all ahead tied and then you're behind and you just shoot past them. That's a good feeling a good feeling especially when they don't play a ballast that's always the best yeah no worst card doesn't happen often enough as the, oh i'm four spaces behind guess i'll use the super engine sounds like that oh look sounds like our now. listeners don't like they don't agree with you it's controversial i know but super engine bad do you card. guys agree that the super engine is the best oh sounds like they do design. Sounds like they do. Doesn't sound like it to me. <laughs> Give me that soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> soundboard? What? <laughs> oh, man. Now I control the audience. Now, what about some custom rules? Custom rules for Montgolfier. I already, I already have a couple, but I'd like to hear what you have first. Um, did I even write down any? It's pretty simple. You might not need to write it down. I came up with some while we st- after we started talking. I don't think you did. Nope. So, one that I had. Let's go back to the same one I came up with in, uh, a couple weeks ago. Flux. No discards. Cards get shuffled right back in. So that could first be to the crazy. Moon. Yeah, first to the moon. Not play till the cards run out because they won't run out. And every card you play, even that crazy 15, it's going right back in. Okay. You might get it again. You might not, depending on how the game goes. Okay. So if we're playing a game mode with all the cards all the time, how about half the cards right from the start? Cut that deck in half. Randomly. Yep. I like it. Cut them in half. Yeah. You got 12 cards That's to play with. Awesome. You don't know what everyone else has. You don't know it's what It's a they little have. harder to to predict. Maybe you don't even have any ballast. I don't know. And <laughs> How about uh, <laughs> you no, you can have 3, 1, 2 and 3. <laughs> when you play a game with no ballast. That doesn't work. 
just super engines all the time. I also thought shuffle, like there's only one deck. Right. You still shuffle them back in because this is going to run out too fast, but there's only one deck. So everyone has the same draw pile. Yes. That works. You you could even do it where you could play it. Normally there is a discard. You do run out, but you shuffle three decks together. That'll do it. I mean, and there's a little bit of strategy you might be able to do if you're very attentive with the colors, like the color of the backs, like keeping track of what who could have what potentially. But that would take a lot of attention, I think. And it wouldn't really help until, like, really the very end. Perfectly doable, though. But, yeah, I think that would be an interesting one, too, because then you could have all three 15s. You could have all three super engines. Yep. Uh, when I say win. three, I mean, like, based on a three-player game. Sorry. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you could have all the all 15s, the all engines. the super engines, all the grappling hooks. But you could have all of them. Yeah. That and could be fun. There's the game that we actually play where you start from the ground. Yes, I do like that. It's just a little it's a little further away. Yeah. Where you, you don't reach the moon quite as often. Not quite as often. Sometimes. But yeah, yeah it takes it, it's harder to reach the moon cuz we start right from like the first spot where the rules say like yeah. fourth. You can't immediately get a setback, but <laughs> No, and that's that's the good part like sometimes people like it eliminates attack cards for the first couple turns. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unless like you're sleeping really a jerk. <laughs> and storms. Unless you're really a jerk, and you, but that it just wouldn't even work. Unless yeah. the board is circular, and you drop through down to the moon, and you win. You the can add that as a rule. The of the earth. It's like, let's hope someone throws a storm my way. <laughs> yeah. uh, you could also do one. So I thought of this one. You get to the moon. Okay, I'm on the moon. Then with you my balloon, take sheep, your whole chicken, deck. and duck. Then you take your whole deck and throw it out the window. Shuffle, throw it out the window. You won. Don't keep. Don't let there be a chance that you could lose on another game. Keep that record. No, you shuffle your deck again. Rules work the same or backwards. You're trying to get back down to earth. But where do I get the ballast? You have the ballast. You still have some. But the smallest ballast goes down. So I've got moon rocks. I'm going back to Earth. Yes, and and rather than carry them down, you're throwing them down as you try to get down faster. Right. Listen, it's not... It doesn't work on a physical level, but, like, you're throwing ballast down. Right. So basically, no. I mean, just, how balloons no, work is you just turn off the heat and they'll slowly descend. So, okay, the ballast <laughs> cards turn into heat cards. Right. Where the smallest amount of heat gets you lower. lower. Yes. Right. That was just an idea. I so had. play two rounds. So, a, <laughs> but a grappling hook. So, and we could change up the rules for the cards a little bit. A grappling hook could pull them up one. Right, so it works right, like on the you one below you, and you yank yank them up, and because of that love. Well, think about that. Physics. A grappling hook could be like swap places. Yeah, as you're going go down, down you go up. You go up. A super engine could be you go up too. No, <laughs> <laughs> you or it's just like you just put the engine in reverse and go down too. No, you go up too. 
That, that's it's an horrible. engine. You can't just reverse it. No, you just turn it around. No, it's not an engine. You work. literally just mount it on a pie plate and <laughs> you turn it around. Yeah, that's still up to. It's a lazy Susan. If you turn that's around an, an impossible engine, rotor. If you turn around an engine that sends you up, you're still going up. No, the you pic- have to flip it upside down. The picture on it has a propeller. <laughs> if you turn the propeller the other way, it's gonna pull you the other way. No, you're still going up. No. You're it just... moves air through it specific to the way it's pointed. Yeah, and if you rotate that, you're still moving up regardless oh. of which way it's pointed. Oh, sounds like everyone agrees with oh. me and they're booing you. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> how could you possibly oh. use that to go up if the orientation of your balloon matters? It's my <laughs> it's my house rule. A super engine, they turn it around because it's a propeller on the super engine. Flip it upside down. And they turn it around. Flip it upside down. You really, are you really getting that semantic? (laughs) You're getting that semantic? Okay, they flip it upside down. Oh, you just turn it this way. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You go the same direction. (laughs) Hey, audience, what do you think of that? (gasps) Oh, boo! Boo! The super engine. All right. Bad cars. Anyway, my idea was that you race to the moon and then back to Earth. Okay, I'm done. Without dying, I'm assuming. Ooh, could you fall back to Earth and lose? I hope not. Sleeping gas. Just kills you. Turns into poison gas. Ah, uh, okay. so any other house rules you wanted to go over? You're falling faster and faster. So on the first round, you fall one space. Then, on the second round, you fall two spaces. Oh, oh. On the third round, you fall four spaces. And then, and then so, you have to use your ballast. Oh, you have to, to use the super engine to slow down your descent. Yeah, because you only turned it around, so it's still facing upwards. Yeah. <gasps> Oh yes, the audience still doesn't like that, but I'm I'm, I'm going with it. Uh, thanks, audience, for your support. Uh, yeah, that's actually a really good one. You start falling like a rock. We'll just say you lost. Right. Well, space is cold. You lost all your hot air, so now you're just falling. So you have to throw the ballots to get the equal and opposite momentum <laughs> to send you up a little. Bit. Listen, it doesn't work, but the super engine stops your descent. Right. Potentially. So you just have to Maybe. draw the super engine before you die. We could workshop it. You have to just draw <laughs> the super engine before you die. The winner of the game is based entirely on chance, and there might not even be a winner of the game. I like yeah. it. I like it. Oh, look, the audience likes it. You would lose yourself. The audience likes it. Super engine still out. No, Sorry. Let's see. Hair trigger these fans. How do we work some crosswinds into this? <laughs> I feel you like you get blown into a different game. Crosswinds is the natural enemy of the balloon. What if you get blown into like Catan? Then you have to set up two board games. <laughs> and a really big table. Yeah. And then what resource yeah. do you draw? Air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, balloons are a source of air. (laughs) Balloons are a source of air. That's why people take air balloons to the top of Mount Everest, right? That makes sense. Well, that was fun. It was fun. Do we have anything else? Do you have anything that you want to talk about? Like maybe building a balloon? So, this game, did it inspire you to build your own balloon? No. I've already started. 
But I watched a video by Dude Perfect where they all had to make their own boat and cross a lake. That's different. With only $25. They should have just made a balloon and floated across the lake. Well, one guy bought a whole bunch of pop and then got the pop can, pop uh, bottles, the two-liter bottles, and taped them all together. He made it across. Did he just shake them and open them one at a time? Motor I don't know. That would have been amazing. But also polluting the lake with pop. But um, no, they were empty. Oh. And they had buoyancy. Not buoyancy because it was water. And uh, he made it across. It took him a while because it was awkward to try to paddle with it. But he did it. He paddled with the pop bottle? No, uh, he made a paddle out of something. I don't remember what. Was it a cut open pop bottle? I was thinking that. It might have been. It was a while ago. Right. So, no, I didn't make my own hot air balloon, but it makes me want to start a contest with people where we spend $25 to make a boat and get across a little lake. Hmm. I actually have a little lake we could use. I want to do this contest. And it's not even a contest. As as we don't pollute the lake. Oh, no, they don't want to do it. The, the audience agrees. Thanks, audience. Head to head, $25. Get across this lake. It's no, whatever. No rules. Just $25. Go. Well, it's also 25 US dollars, so maybe like $40. Right. Uh, oh, but the only rule is you have to cross the lake. You can't just walk around it. Yes. <laughs> you have to use the device in the water. Yes, that is correct. No, in the water. Yes. It's going to balloon across. Oh. I, you know what? If you can, if you can, you have to go over the geographical area of the lake you don't necessarily have to be in the water because if you can with $40 make it across the lake in a hot air balloon then by all means please okay so I need $10 for a tarp too heavy another $90 for a fire pit for that tarp (laughs) hold on (laughs) you want a fire pit well yeah what, you want me to get a propane tank and try to light that? that Those things are explosive. Uh, well, a fire pit, <laughs> uh, most of them these days are actually controlled by propane. So, first of all, there's that. Oh, then a wood-burning oven. Okay. How heavy are those? Yeah, well, a couple hundred pounds. <laughs> also more expensive than $30, which is all you have left after the $10 tarp. FYI, the cheapest tarp I have is $9. Right. And it is six by eight, which is very small. All right. What if I find a hot air balloon? <laughs> find. No finding. You have to spend the money. No, I find it used <laughs> on like Kijiji or something. <coughs> For 40 Canadian dollars? Yes. Sure. Nice. Sure. Oh, plus shipping. Darn. Yep. There you go. Well, Kijiji. No, I mean like shipping to the actual event space. You're going to call me because I'm the only one that drives. It's going to be in a balloon my... on your car. Put it in the car? <laughs> not with the basket. If you fold it properly. No, not with the basket. <laughs> you are correct. You're going to have to hold on. <laughs> this has turned. Yeah, I don't think you're going to win the contest. I want to do it. I think my balloon would be. Your... I think we should do it. Would you do it? Wait, can I choose which side of the lake I start on? Because that no. wind is really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you going to get a sail? There's no wind. No, it's it, in it, a forest. It's a balloon. The only way to control it is the wind. You're just going to go up and just start flying away. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, he actually did it. He got the balloon. Oh, the wind's not in his favor. He loses. Oh, too bad. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But no, seriously, would you do that contest? Yeah, I like contests. That would be Throw fun, mosquitoes. no? If we do it early <laughs> enough in the spring. Like now? No, it's still too cold. And it's my my pond is all icy. I think balloons. It's like only a couple hundred weather. feet max to get across. Like it's not far. Yeah, I've seen it. The only thing that's yes, yes, that's right. You have, uh, but you know, maybe all the people listening haven't. I mean, calling it a lake is probably. Listen, people <laughs> haven't seen it. It's a lake. It's a pond. It's well, it's it's a couple hundred feet across. That's a pond. Geographically, that's a pond. Take a lawn. Puddle. A puddle. It is a puddle. So I <laughs> extra large <laughs> puddle. <laughs> puddle. Double XL. But no, what that that would be fun, no? The only thing that sucks is just really what well, what do you it, there's a lot of underwater flora. Right? So it if puts you, my balloon idea ahead. Yeah, it does. But I'm just saying if you spill okay, listen. Let's be realistic for a second, which we're not known for in our podcast. If we do this contest, you're not getting a balloon for $40. I mean, I could probably get just a balloon for $40. Like, but not the actual hot air balloon. No, like one of those party balloons with, let's say, like 50 <laughs> But then you'll get that for $5. Yeah, and then I get like If you get of eight those. of them... <laughs> <laughs> just hold on tight. <laughs> Make sure to buy them one at a time in case it works. <laughs> that would be, or could you just rent uh, like a can of propane and get a and get a? Possibly, that'd be funny. I think they're more expensive than that. Yeah, but no, that would be fun. Okay, that'd be a good competition. That would be fun. The only thing that would suck is if you actually go overboard and like have to swim through that stuff. Oh that no, I would suck. just use the balloons as the raft. Yeah. No, but I'm saying if, like, your raft or whatever goes overboard. Right. Like, tips. Oh. Well, that could, almost definitely. Remember, you're just coming up with, like, a friggin' whatever. I do like the pop bottle design. But that's a lot of pop. Where would I store that pop? Because I'm not throwing it out. Because you just have to pop. throw a party for some kids. I gotta throw, like, a party for a lot of kids. Because I need, like, 50 pop bottles. Or provide refreshments to the people who want to watch the event. I gotta buy the worst pop because it's gotta be cheap. Ugh. Buy, like, RC Cola or something. Not even. Not even that. That's still too expensive. You gotta buy, buy like. Cola. (laughs) Yeah, with a K. (laughs) K apostrophe L A. Cola. I think we should do that. I think we should do that. I think All I right. should organize this and see who wants to do it. So it'd be so, so this much this game fun. has inspired our own adventures. Well. Thanks, Montgolfier Brothers. Thank you. Thanks for just reminding me of Dominique. The, dude, the, the Dude Perfect video I saw that is the exact thing we're doing. But, yeah, that's awesome. That's a cool idea. We're going to do it. We'll right. uh, live stream it, even though I can't because there's no data out there. We'll record it unedited, except we will edit it. We're going to edit it several heavily. hours long. Yes. <laughs> this is a great idea, and I but need to start working on we it right might away. make it available at some point in the future. Yeah. Probably on our YouTube channel. Yeah, we have a YouTube channel. I don't know if we mentioned it in the last, like, two episodes. Nope, but if you look for it, it's there. It is there. So go to 
let's say cardboard podcast, youtube.com slash cardboard podcast. And right now you can listen to uh, most of our episodes. We may not be updating like say it may not get posted same day, but give it like a week just to be safe because we both work kind of full time. And yep. uh, it'll be up there. So if that's, I mean, obviously you're listening to this. If you're listening to this, but you prefer to listen on YouTube, you can go there. Or if you know someone who might prefer to listen on YouTube, just let them know it's there. And eventually we may start posting other things there, like, you know, Pond Fest 2019. Yep. Now with visual aids. Visual aids, like a video. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye. 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 Bye.